Good day to you. I'm looking at Luke chapter 12, verses 51 through 53. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples. He says, Do you think I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on in one house there will be five divided, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided father against son, and son against father, and mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother. <clears throat> For a little clearer understanding of this, we look at uh, the Amplified Bible. It reads very similar, but there is there is a minor difference that may make a big difference to you. Do you suppose that I came to grant peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division between believers and unbelievers. For from now on, five in one household will be divided over me, three against two and two against three. They will be divided father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. And Jesus is talking about the division, the division of believing, believing in him or not believing in him. And so, that's why he's saying he did not bring peace, did not come, you know, to give peace on earth, but rather to bring division. He wants to change, you know, this is a part of <clears throat> the spiritual revolution that Jesus brought, is that it changes the way we think, and it changes our belief, and there's going to be some who are going to believe in Jesus and believe in that change, and there's going to be some who don't. So, he's saying he's bringing division, and that division is faith in him or over him, you know, whether people choose to believe or not. And we see that, we actually see that in a lot of different ways. There's division, unfortunately there's division among even Christians over belief in certain things and not certain things. <clears throat> if we would all just sit down and, and really read and follow the Bible, we wouldn't have that much division. Maybe we would still have some disagreements, but we shouldn't have that much disagreement within the Christian community itself. This should be division regarding believers and unbelievers, those who don't believe in Jesus and don't believe that um, he has brought um, our redemption to us and brought us salvation. But, because some people don't believe Let's go back to to his original intent because some people don't believe they will be against us. They'll be heavy against us and that's just the way it is. Sometimes that's going to happen in your own family. You're going to have people who nowadays, if we put it in a current day format, um, who are very strongly, um, very strongly, what, um, atheistic um, or unbelieving and they are not going to want to believe. They don't. They feel, for instance, they feel that believing would constrain them and they would not be able to live their life and they would not be able to do the things they do. Why is that? That's because they know the things they do are wrong. They know that a good portion of what they do is wrong. They don't want to believe, so they choose not to believe, even, even if they've believed before or know. Pardon me, even if they know better, 
and believe and they just refuse to accept it and they refuse to live that way they want to live in their sin they want to maintain their practices and that's true sometimes too but there's that division there's that division between those who believe and don't believe those who believe the atheistic way I don't really draw a line on like those who believe in science and then those who believe in God because if you believe in God you will believe in science because science is just the way God made things work now scientific theory is a whole nother thing that is where we're trying to figure things out and we're trying to guess as best we can and as long as we understand that's a theory even a working theory possibly but we don't have any real proof and so we're just theorizing that's okay where you get into trouble is where theories are presented as facts and there's there's another division that we have because Christians will say well that's a theory and that's not really supported by anything um, <clears throat> the evidence isn't there to support that um, such as let's just say creation um, we know just the way things work here on earth and the way things are we know that life begets life and that we came from our Creator who is life <laughs> and uh, you know um, we know that inanimate things do not create life we know that um, explosions and destructive forces do not create life um, so I mean that's just it's just facts we know that doesn't happen life doesn't just spring out of nothing either that was a belief that was held hundreds of years ago that was proven scientifically wrong um, things don't just magically appear they come from something they are created in some way they form <clears throat> and they always come from some pre-existing life which in our case would be God so anyway but there's all these divisions that come about because of our belief in Jesus our belief in God and then the world doesn't want to believe and the, the people in the world sometimes fight very hard they don't want to believe they want to believe that everything occurred just by accident that way they're free to do whatever they want they don't have to regard <clears throat> they don't have to regard others they don't have to regard anybody over them there's nobody over them they can just do whatever they want and it's all about them and they can make it that way and they feel justified in doing that because they say well that's what everybody does well I would say no that's not what everybody does because a lot of us believe we do believe and we choose to believe and it makes a difference because if you believe in God in Jesus then you don't want to be out just for yourself you don't want to just you know get what's mine for me you know you want to you know help others you want to do things that are good and right for others it just makes a difference you know um, the love of God that we talk about that we should have um, the word I think it's agape the word for that really means you know I mean it does mean a love but it doesn't mean like a humanly earthly love it means a love like where you're looking out for that other person's best interest you're interested in their best interest what is best for them what would be helpful and good for them 
So like, when you see them, they need help. They need something. You want to help them. You want to supply that to them. Maybe you're not able to sometimes, and we understand that. We're, we have whatever resources we have. But you have that godly love, and you would like to. You want to. And you can. If you can, you do. So you're, you know, you're really trying to look out for their best interest and help them. And that's the kind of love, and I think that's why Paul refers to it uh, multiple times as charity, why it's translated as charity, because it's that type of love where you're, you're looking out for their best interests and trying to help them. So, so, and this, you know, here coming back to our scripture again, you know, that's, an, that's another division because, you know, the worldly thing is to just look out for yourself. You know, I'm just looking out for myself, looking out for number one, going to get mine. I'm just, I just want to get mine. And that's a horrible way to be and to live. It really is. I don't know. I mean, they, I'm sure they would, again, be divided against me and disagree. But uh, that's the difference. This is huge division. It creates a division in a lot of things. You know, it creates division in how we look at almost every facet of our lives. We see God in everything because God created everything for us. Because we believe in God and we know he did these things. He created all this for us and he gave it all to us. He says he did. Very early on in Genesis he says, you know, this, I give, you know, I give you dominion over all these things. You know, I give all this to you. And I'm very wildly paraphrasing, but but we'll read all that when we get there. But but you've read it before, you know it. Um, they don't. They think the world was an accident, born out of random anarchy. Life exploded onto this planet, and they believe that we evolved out of some primitive life form. And I think they're just misreading the signs. It's easy to do that. Because, see, we're trying to... It's kind of like this. Go back 10,000 years and give them a jet airplane and have them try to figure it out. We're in a worse situation than that. We're trying to figure out the entire universe. But, but imagine if you gave that to those people 10,000 years ago. They would have no idea what they were looking at or what to do with it or how to deal with it or anything. They would be totally lost. And that's how we're looking at the universe. And we're trying to explain everything. And that's a great, that's a great thing. To, science is great and wonderful. God gave us our brains and our logic and all that for a reason. It's wonderful. But it is a division in that people of faith People who believe in God and believe in Jesus, we tend to think of science from a godly perspective, and we see God in everything, and we're trying to understand how things work and how he did that. You know, and then others, sometimes they're just trying to, you know, throw wild theories out there, and they're just, you know, they want to disprove God. They want to, you know, which you can't do, but, you know, they want to disprove things, or they want to you know, just make themselves look smart or whatever it is. You know, it's different. It's a different perspective and it's a different way of looking at things. Um, 
But the reason we have the wild theories and the reason I, I say I, I like theories as long as we keep them theories because we're like those guys 10,000 years ago looking at a jet. And we have no idea how everything works. You know, we figured out pieces of it, small parts of it, but how much would we really be able to figure out? You know, it's, we, you know, we're working in a pretty limited fashion, you know. But we have learned a lot, and we've come a long ways with science, but just saying. So that's, that's one of those divisions as well, that people are divided, you know, and it's, it's through our belief that somehow these, you know, that, that kind of creates these divisions, because if you refuse to believe and you choose to believe, then you're choosing the side. We're going to choose God's side, or we're going to choose Satan's side, really. We're going to choose the, the evil side. We're going to choose the selfish, I only care about me side. Or we're going to choose God's side. We're going to choose the side that loves everyone and hopes for the best for everyone. That's the way I look at it. And that's part of that division. And you can take this, there's a lot of divisions that, that our faith creates now within, you know, the Christian community itself. We're divided over, uh, denominations and what do some people call it institutionalized stuff and well then there's the Pentecostal things and we're divided over that I would say let's start with what we can agree on and what we can agree on is Jesus and then we move from there and we can discuss and talk about everything else and we can read through the Bible and and let it prove let it prove us right or wrong Sometimes I read through the Bible and I find out that I was wrong about something. Well, let's let's do that. Let's let's find out that I'm wrong so I can become right. I can change. Um, and I think most Christians, if they're honest, they they want to learn and they want to change. Or why would you even bother trying to follow Jesus if you're not willing to learn and to change? Because you've got to be. So anyway, so. Jesus did not bring come to bring peace on earth in that sense. He came to bring division. So let me read this again. Do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For from now on in one house there will be divided. There will be five divided. I'm sorry, I, I misread that. For from now on in one house there will be five divided. Three against two and two against three. They will be divided father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. And what will they be divided over? They're divided over Jesus, the belief in God and Jesus. So, unfortunately, that does bring division. We wish that everyone would believe and agree with us. And we would like... For that to happen, but uh, it's—I don't know—from the way it reads and from what Jesus says of the of the end time being like the days of Noah. I guess that will probably not happen until we're all in heaven. So, all right. So that is a wildly rambling thought on how Jesus brings—you know—has brought has brought division. Because we believe in him, and that has divided us uh, among other people, among our family. We have family members who are atheists, and and 
parts of other communities that are whatever, politicized or whatever. Um, but, um, you know, we have those who just choose not to believe. And uh, it does, it does, you know, it does divide us somewhat and it can be difficult to deal with. We can deal with it, though, and the way we deal with it, the way we deal with that division is through love and making sure that we represent Jesus and God's love at all times. That's how you deal with that. That is the only way to deal with that. When you mess up and don't do that, you just give them a moment where they say, ah, see, you're not, you don't really believe that either. So I'm just warning you that that is, that is something that happens. And that's, that's kind of their attitude. And they, they kind of like it if they can get your goat, so to speak, and get you to, you know, act out inappropriately. So don't do that. Always just, you know, talk to them in love and try to be patient. And hopefully one day your example and your, your speaking to them will, will convince them. If not, maybe someone else's. Maybe you'll just keep the door open for someone else to come in and, and pull them back to God or pull them over to God. So, all right. Thank you for listening. Again, I know that was a lot of wandering and rambling, but it's just a lot of thinking. Um, that's what you get when you do something kind of on the fly and it's not really planned. So, <laughs> all right. Hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, be safe out there. And remember, God loves you. <laughs>